Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Mark Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing how he has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Hello and welcome to the Mark Podcast. I am Elizabeth Heineman, and I am here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Elizabeth, I feel like I should say hola today because we have a special guest from the Dominican Republic today. I know. Our guest today is Patricia Namnoon, and I did not try to pronounce her her first name in Spanish um, because I cannot roll my R's, but (laughs) I I hope that I did okay on her last name. Patricia. Patricia. I can't do it. it, Let's just not, let's just pretend like we can't do it. Hello, Patricia. Welcome to the Mark Podcast. Hello, nice to be with you right now. It's an honor uh, to have this opportunity. So thank you so much for having me here. Yes, we're so excited to talk with you. So let's just start. Tell us about yourself and your family and your ministry. Well, well, my name is, uh, as, as you already said, my name is Patricia Abnum. I'm 37 years old. I'm from Dominican Republic, a small Iceland in the Caribbean where it's always hot all the time. <laughs> we always joke around here and saying that we only have two seasons, uh, summer and hell. So okay. <laughs> you can imagine right now. <laughs> so I've been married with a wonderful man for almost 14 years. Um, we have three beautiful children that came to our lives through the miracle of adoption. Ezequiel, Isaac, and Maria Esther and eight, seven, and six years old. We also have three dogs, um, two chihuahuas, and one beautiful golden retriever. And I know it's a weird, weird combination. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My husband is a pastor of a church plant, and that has been a huge and active blessing, uh, really, to our life. I also work for the Gospel Coalition, specifically for the Spanish branch that is called Coalición por el Evangelio. And something else um, I think is important is that I don't like avocado, really. So forgive me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's something about me. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. Well, so, you know, 
That that does seem like an odd combination to have two chihuahuas and a golden retriever. But you know, I bet they hold their own. I bet I, the little. I was gonna say my sister. My sister is a dog trainer, and she had a chihuahua for a while, and the chihuahua just ruled the whole roost, or uh-huh. at least thought she did. You know, yeah. she's bossing out around all the big dogs. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. that's the same here. <laughs> Well, it, you know, it may be summer all the time in the Dominican Republic, but I would much rather spend my summertime in the Dominican than in other places. I mean, because <laughs> it is so beautiful. I've actually gotten to be there for, I, we had a family friend that had a wedding and it's just a beautiful island. So uh, what, a, what a fun place. Beautiful. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Well, we, we wanted to have you on, Patricia, because we we really have been trying to find a way to introduce our audience to some of the Spanish resources that we have available at Lifeway. I don't think a lot of people know uh, about Lifeway Mujeres and some of the things that we have there. So you've written some Bible studies for our global team and um, are very active in that. So um, tell us a little bit about some of the resources that are available. Yeah, of course. Well, let me tell, tell you, I've always um, loved the books that help us study the Bible. I remember myself um, years ago walking through the bookstores, looking for that kind of books and always buying Beth Moore Bible stories. <laughs> they were my favorites. So I remember how those books helped me grow in my first years as Christian and I, I've always enjoyed Bible stories and my heart was um, the desire to provide something like that original in Spanish because mm. at that moment all the Bible stories that I knew were translated from English to mm-hmm. Spanish right. so I wanted to provide something that could help women in Latin America to grow in their understanding of how to study the, the Bible how to go deeper in the scripture So um, one of the things that I've always found in women in Latin America was a common understanding that women should mainly focus in how to be better mothers or wives Mm -hmm. and that the Bible verses that they needed to know were mainly the ones related specifically to women or the book of Psalms, (laughs) of course. (laughs) But that that deeper study of the Bible was only for men or pastors, and women are just fine with the devotional books. Mm -hmm. So we know that the reality is that as Christians, we all need the entire Bible, not not just Proverbs 31 or Titus 2. We also need Leviticus, we also need Zechariah, we also need Genesis, um, and the call, the call of Second Timothy to rightly handle the word of truth is for women too. Um, the reality is that the main point of the scripture is not to make me a better person because the focus of the Bible is not on me. I think that has been a problem because as women, our focus should not be in how to be a better mom or wife or friend. If I do it that way, I'm going to find myself going to the scripture just to find the things that I need to do. But the main purpose of the Bible is to reveal Christ and his story of redemption. So we we all need to go to the scripture with the intention of knowing Christ better. And the more I know him, love him, and contemplate, contemplate him, the more I'm going to be transformed. But the focus is not in my transformation, it's in Christ. And so knowing all of this, um, God, God put in my heart the idea to make a resource that could help women in Latin America to go deeper in Scripture. 
Um, my desire was to provide resources for women that could help them to take a book of the Bible and go through it. First, doing the work by themselves of going deeper in the scripture, finding the repeated words and idea of a passage, the context of, of the text, um, the structure, the main idea, and discovering what way Christ is revealed in that specific passage. So then, after they have found all of this by themselves, they are going to find in the book an explanation of the passage that, that they have been studying in order to help them to find the interpretation of that passage. And for me, I think this is an important part of the, of the study because mm -hmm. in Latin America, not all women have access to a Bible commentary. So I didn't want to provide um, a study only with a bunch of questions that don't misunderstand me. I think the questions are very helpful mm -hmm. and very necessary. But if you don't have the resources or the training, you, you won't be able to know if your answers are correct, right? Right. So for me, this, is, was, this, this was an important part of the Bible story. And this is important because the interpretation of a passage is not according to my understanding or my circumstances. Our work with the interpretation is to discover what the original author had the intention to say. So after all this work, uh, the study ends every day with questions that help them to find specific applications based on the passage of the day, because the interpretation of, it, of every passage is like a, a specific color. I like to say it that way. But the application brings different nuances, nuances of that color. So that's how my Bible stories are structured. And my first one came out with Lifeway in 2017, and it's based on First John, and it's called Light in the Darkness, Luz en las Tinieblas in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And the second is on Colossians, and it's called Completing Him, Completas en Él. And the mm -hmm. most recent story is on the book of James, and it's called A Living Faith, Una Fe Viva. So that's a little bit about my my book. I love hearing your heart behind your studies okay. and just the way that you thought through even women having access to commentaries and things like that. I think that's so smart and so wise of you to to do that. And so uh, we'll have links to all of your studies through Lifeway in our show notes. So if you are at a church that has a Spanish ministry, or if Spanish is your first language or your heart language and you want to get these studies, um, we'll have links for those in our show notes. So be sure to check those out. But yeah. you are also the coordinator, like you said, for Spanish women's initiatives at the Gospel Coalition. So tell us more about that aspect of your ministry and what that what that means. Yeah, of course. Um, I have the privilege to work for Coalición por el Evangelio, and that is the Spanish um, branch of the Gospel Coalition. And there I have the opportunity to serve women in Latin America, um, specifically in two major ways. One way is a weekly podcast that I have with a really good friend, and the podcast is called De la Biblia a la Vida, From the Bible to Life. And the idea with that podcast is to provide for women in Latin America a resource that helps them to apply biblical wisdom to, to everyday life. Um, the other thing that we do for women are Bible interpretation training. 
In 2019, we had the opportunity to train um, 2,500 women around Latin America in countries like Colombia, Mexico, Guatemala, um, El Salvador, mm -hmm. and Dominican Republic. And in those trainings, women had the opportunity to learn about Bible interpretation, genres, fallen condition focus, and biblical theology. So I remember in more than one of these training, women coming to me or to other teachers in tears telling us that they didn't know that they could study the Bible by themselves in a deeper way. Um, and, and this year, as ministry, we're working in partnership with Nancy Guthrie, and she has been doing trainings in, trainings in Latin America on biblical theology. We already did one in Mexico, and we are going to have one in Argentina and in Cuba in the next month. The next months. Oh wow, that's really cool! And I think yeah. I think we're all getting a little uh, preview of your life with the with your dogs um, in the background. I love it. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, it's funny. No, it's so, totally fine. I I love it. Yeah, and my little dog hears your little dogs, and so she thinks that she's she's barking. So I'm trying to mute when when she tries to make noises. So I apologize too. Those, We're those just gonna are, have a lot of yeah. Those are my chihuahuas. <laughs> it's very authentic. Yeah, I love I love it. Yeah, and that's yeah. so cool that y'all get to do that. Um, those trainings. So that's really fun. I I'm I can't wait to hear more about those. Absolutely. And also just, I mean, you know, the workshops that you're doing with Nancy Guthrie, those mm -hmm. are, you know, such great, you know, training opportunities for women to really understand the Bible. So I think that's something that sometimes, Patricia, that that we don't really understand. Um, we, I think we have like this perspective from maybe English speaking churches, but you see things that are happening in the Spanish, Spanish world that, that uh, these churches so what what are you seeing that encourages you? And what can we learn from our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters around the globe? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, something that um, encouraged me is that I think we are seeing something special that um, the Lord is doing in the Latin American church. We can see more and more the, the growth of the church and the desire to be faithful to the scripture and the focus in knowing and love Christ um, more. So about the second part of your question, this is a really hard one. It <laughs> is really hard for me. I'm sorry, but well, let me think. Um, the first thing that I have to say is that I've learned and continue to learn from the church in the United States. Um, it's been a blessing, a huge blessing um, for my life. However, if there is one thing that I notice from afar, is that the church in the in the United States seems to be like um, sometimes very prone to division. Um, it is surprising to see how quickly brothers and sisters speak against one another and don't believe the best of each other. So it is something to pray from where I can see right now. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that we can see as well. And so it's encouraging to hear that that is not a global phenomenon, <laughs> that that is something mm -hmm. that we can work on specifically in the United States. Um, so thank you for sharing that with us. 
and so, that other people are watching you know, yeah that, that testimony and witness of who we are as believers mm -hmm. you know that mm -hmm. our brothers and sisters around the globe are watching for mm -hmm. sure mm. so speaking yeah. of like us in the united states you live in the dominican republic what are some ways that we can be aware of what is happening in the global church maybe how can how are you aware of that how can we be aware of that and then why is it important for us to know how our brothers and sisters around the world are ministering in their different contexts yeah of course well um my husband is right now working at the gospel coalition to provide more global content mm -hmm. from all the international coalitions and countries he also um tried to tweet a lot in english and spanish because he wants to serve brothers and sisters in the u.s that are thinking in that way and mm -hmm. also in the gospel coalition you can find articles with uh, like a global perspective and he's the one like coordinating all of this and i think it is important um to be aware of all of this because god is not a god of one country but he is the god of all nations and sometimes when you are discouraged with the things happening around you you might be encouraged of listen of all things that he's doing all over the world and God is moving so everywhere. So, yeah, we, we can be encouraged with, with everything that God is doing right now around the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think the Gospel Coalition is a great place to learn that as well as imb.org. Um, that's kind of like our missionary, International Missions Board is what it's called. And they have like prayer prompts um, and they have just stories from missionaries around the world. So I think that can get the um, the missionary stories as well as the church stories. Like I love what the Gospel Coalition is doing to bring that knowledge to all of us. And I think it's important for us to see what our brothers and sisters around the world are doing because like you said, God is the God of the whole world. And so it's cool to <laughs> to hear that and to see those stories and it can be an encouragement as well as a challenge, I think for all yeah. of us mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. hear that. And we, we do kind of get into kind of our own little box of where we are. And even just when we, I mean, being in the South, we can become very Southern in the way that we think through things and not mm -hmm. even looking at the West or the Northeastern part of just the United States. But then you start thinking outside of that and globally and, and the global church that we are, the big C church, you know, that that we're all worshiping the same Lord and yeah, that we will spend eternity that, you know, Revelation tells us that every tribe and every nation. And so we definitely, we need to, we need, we need to have a bigger worldview of just that mm -hmm. global perspective for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, Patricia, one of the things we're really excited about is you're going to be speaking at um, the event that Elizabeth is helping coordinate on our Lifeway Women Academy. It's called Symposium. And it's a Lifeway Women Academy event. We're, we're doing it this fall in October. So tell us a little bit about what, what you're going to be teaching and what women can expect from that. Yes. Um, well, I'm so excited about that. So <laughs> let me tell you with this, um, with this story. Um, when my husband was doing um, his MD in the United States, States, whenever we came back to visit our home country, there was 
always some adjusting, particularly with driving here in the okay. Dominican <laughs> because it's, it's a chaos here. But sometimes um, on the street, people will honk at him because he will stop at a stop sign. Because in our country, stop signs are more like suggestions. It's like, I recommend you to stop. Right. <laughs> it shouldn't be that way, but it is. So that's why it's important to know the culture and the world you're living in. So that is what we will learn in this breakout session, the culture and the world that Jesus and the apostles live. We're going to be um, seeing the historical and cultural context of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. I love that story, and I think that is so important. And we are thrilled to have you at the symposium. And so, listeners, we'll have a link to the symposium if you want to join us. But I just love even hearing your heart um, behind your studies. I was just like, this is perfect. She is so perfect for the symposium and for Lifeway Women Academy um, to be a voice in that space because that is exactly what we're trying to do is help women um, learn about the Bible and learn to study it themselves because the whole Bible is for women as well. And so I'm so glad that you'll be a part of that. And I think I think your perspective uh, being oh, wow. from another country will really help with um, like discovering that context. Just like you said, that cultural, that cultural and historical context is important. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth, I think you should, I mean, you should take a moment just to tell people a little uh-huh. bit more. I mean, I know we've mentioned it once, but do you know the dates maybe even just and where it's going to be so that people can maybe start looking for that information? Yes. So it is October 14th and 15th in Wake Forest, North Carolina. So it's at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And we're going to spend two days diving into study methods, tools of the trade, um, like Patricia said, historical and cultural context, and more things like that. So Jen Wilkin is going to be our uh, main speaker. And then we'll have panel discussions. We'll have breakout sessions and all things like that. So it is a confidence-building theological training event created by women and for women. And so we we would love to have everyone join us. Um, And I'll be there. Kelly will be there. Kelly's leading a breakout. And so it's going to be so, so great. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That's for that's for sure. Yes, me too. Well, Patricia, one of the things we always ask um, our guest, because this is the Marked Podcast, is that we would love to know what is one thing that has marked you in your walk with Christ? Yeah, this uh, that is a really really good question. Um, I think one one thing that has marked me in my work, walk with Christ has been the understanding of the heart of Christ toward a sinner like me. The um, understanding that, as the Book of John said, whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. No matter my condition, no matter no matter my sin, no matter my circumstances. I can go to him. He will receive me because his heart is one full of a kind of compassion that we cannot understand, but that we can gladly receive. So I think that is something that um, has marked me. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's something that we all um, just kind of have to repeat to ourselves 
over and over again. It's the the gospel that we have to repeat when we're um, when we're maybe not feeling that love as much. Um, so I think that that's a good note to end on today. Yeah, for sure. Well, we are, we are super excited that you're going to be with us in the fall. And we're really excited about just your resources and people can find that. Where's a good place for people to maybe look for the Spanish resources at Lifeway? Yeah. Yeah. It can be found in Amazon. Yeah. Okay. And in the Lifeway, uh-huh. the Lifeway page, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. If you go to Lifeway.com, you can uh, click on Bible studies and then you can click on Espanol. And it will give you all of our Spanish Bible studies for Vacation Bible School, for women, for men, for kids. Um, And so you'll want to check that out if you have Spanish ministries at your church or if you speak Spanish. um, Check those out because there there are a ton of resources there. There's Bibles, um, curriculum, all of those kinds of things. Yeah, and there's there's some great information uh, if you go to Lifeway Mujeres, and you can go to mujeres.lifeway.com, and that's M-U-J-E-R-E-S, or you can go to lifeway.com or lifewaymujeres.com, um, and it'll get you to the same place, and it shows you the Bible studies, um, books, Bibles, articles, and just some of the authors that we have, including Patricia. So um, we're super excited about that as well, and we want, we want people to know where the resources are, um, so we really appreciate that. Well, thank you again so much for being with us today. And we look forward to meeting you face-to-face this fall. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. So thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Yeah, totally pleasure for me. Thank you. So fun. So fun. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us this week. And we want to make sure that you come back next week, week after week. So we will see you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag MarkedPodcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for teen girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.